Hi everyone, this is Marnie Faree, Director at Bethesda Workshops in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to another podcast from Bethesda Workshops. You know, stress is inevitable. It comes to all of us. It comes with alarming regularity. Some of that stress, I would call it more average. It's the kind that is because the washing machine broke or the car broke down or had a difficult day at work or a hard, um, maybe conflictual encounter with, with somebody that is important to you or somebody cuts you off in traffic. You get what I'm talking about. Just the regular, everyday kind of average stress that we all face. Some stress is a lot more difficult. It is even more extreme, we might say. When you have a significant relationship breach, when there's even a divorce, when there is a death of someone close to you, when you experience a job loss, when uh, there's a significant or serious illness, either in yourself or in someone you care about, that kind of stress that really, really is, is difficult, it's chronic, it's, it's hard to deal with. And then there's the stress that I would say is both extreme plus unending. And that's the situation that many of us find ourselves in right now as I'm taping this in the middle of the pandemic of COVID-19. Stress that is, is huge, that is life disrupting. Stress that doesn't have a timetable, that there's not an endpoint. Um, that kind of ongoing, chronic, and seemingly unending stress can be really, really difficult. And it can be hard for people who are in recovery or even who just want to live the, the healthiest, most authentic life that they can. It can be hard for them to know how to cope. One of the many questions that we've been getting via email with Bethesda Workshops at, at this time is, how do I support my recovery and this crisis that none of us have ever experienced before? And so I want to address that topic today in supporting your recovery. Uh, if you're not personally in recovery, but watching this, say, as a professional who's helping others or, or your, your average person who's interested in Bethesda workshops, you can substitute the thought about just how do I be my healthiest self in, in this kind of crisis? I think first to just remind you uh, particularly, I'll, I'll focus mostly on those of us in recovery. Use your average tools of recovery. These are the, the standard recovery 101 things that, that you're aware of if, if you've been in recovery for very long. Things like going to meetings, reading recovery literature, journaling, practicing healthy self-care in terms of eating and sleep and exercise when that's possible um, to get outside. Those average kinds of things, focusing on your spirituality, just those standard tools of recovery, you dare not ignore them in this kind of difficult times. Just as an aside, on our Bethesda Workshops website, we have a series of podcasts, and one of them that's been fairly recently posted is one on using those tools of recovery. So if, if you need a refresher about some of the things that you can do, then one of my colleagues is sharing great information about that. 
And I want to focus today on, on some maybe kind of non-standard things that can be helpful during these extreme interminable kind of times. Some supportive, very specific things that, that you can do to support your recovery or your healthy living practices. The first one is what within the, the counseling field, within therapy circles, is sometimes called chunking, meaning to, to take just one chunk of things at a time. It's a helpful practice when you're faced with a, a huge, huge kind of task that feels overwhelming to think about. You know the old joke, how do you eat an elephant? Well, just one bite at a time. That's chunking. Chunking means in this case to, to really focus just on a little bit at a time. What today can you um, influence about yourself, about your situation? What, what is one or two things that you can do just in, in a smaller, a smaller bite uh, to deal with really, really stressful times. If you're thinking in this COVID crisis about, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to be uh, in stay at home mode or not working mode or the financial crisis that's ensuing because of this for who knows, four months, six months, however long, that's overwhelming. But if you think about, for the rest of this week, I'm staying at home. I'm limiting my contact. That's a lot more, a lot more manageable. It's the same principle from the 12-step wisdom of taking one day at a time. Now, frankly, when I entered recovery and I heard this one day at a time, I thought, that is complete bunk. This is stupid. Anybody knows that I'm going to have to practice sobriety for the rest of my life. Well, yeah, duh. But the point is not about the, the time frame. The point is about focus. If you think about doing something that's hard for the rest of your life, that's pretty overwhelming. But to chunk it down just for today, just for today, I can focus on my recovery. I can walk in sobriety and integrity. I can, can be a healthy person as the partner of an addict. I can, as a professional who's trying to help others, focus just on the people who are in front of me today and then on my own self-care and my own family. That's chunking. And it, it's a discipline. It's, it is kind of a mind game. And it can also be very helpful. So that's the first thing. A second, and this helps with this chunking focus with this one day at a time, sometimes one hour or one minute at a time, is to practice mindfulness. Be present just in this moment. Again, when we're under so much stress, whatever the reason, wherever that stress is coming from, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. It's so easy to project in the future. What is it going to mean then XYZ, fill in the blank, if this happens, if that happens? And, and that can be just so, so very difficult. And actually, that just increases your stress. So to be mindful, what is happening in front of me right now? How do you do that? You get in touch with your senses. What do I see in front of me now? What do I hear? What can I touch? What can I taste? What can I smell? To just be present right here in this moment can be grounding, can be helpful. If you feel like you're just kind of flying apart inside and you're all over the place, then ground yourself. So how do you do that? 
Start with your feet. Feel your feet on the ground, on the floor underneath you. Work your way up from your feet. Just feel, um, if you're sitting, feel yourself being supported by that chair. If you're standing, feel the, the sturdy ground that's underneath you. Kind of work yourself up. Be aware, is there tension in your chest or in your throat or in your face? Or are you, are you clenching your hands? Just be mindful of getting in your own body is helpful. Sometimes when we're under so much stress, we, we tend to vacate our own bodies. And to be present within your own body can be very helpful. Be mindful of the bigger surroundings around you. It especially helps if you can get outside. Nature is, is the best place. Uh, I'm an avid hiker. I never would have thought that I would have become one of those people that um, I just really like need to hike um, at least a couple of times a week. And, and I, I feel anxious and kind of on edge when I'm not able to get outside like that. If that's not possible for you for whatever reason, do something that's outside. Open a window, step out onto your balcony, step out onto the sidewalk if that's safe for you just for a few minutes and notice what's around you. Be present, be mindful of those things. Part of that mindfulness is watch for God to show up in those things. It's one of the things I love so much about hiking. I always find God in the woods. I always am aware that, that God is with me there in a different way than I experience in my regular life that has me distracted sometimes and, and busier. I, I often ask God, will you in a specific way show up for me as I'm out here in the woods? Will you help me be aware of your presence? To just be mindful like that can help. A first cousin to mindfulness is to do specific acts of meditation. Meditation requires being mindful, but it's taking the practice a little bit further. Again, it starts with being present in your body often with being aware of your breathing uh, and to do some, some things to become aware of, of your breathing. You don't necessarily have to change your breathing, though some people find that that's, that's helpful to, to breathe in and out of either slowly or, or more quickly than they normally do, just to kind of get awareness about that. But then to, uh, different kinds of meditation practices. Um, maybe it's to repeat a word or a phrase. For many of us in those really, really stressful times, the, the best one that we can do is just help me, God. Help me. Help me. Help me, God. Just something like that to just keep repeating that word or that phrase. When you can feel your body begin to relax, you can feel yourself being present more, then maybe it's helpful to, to change the word to whatever you're aware of right at that moment, give me courage, God, or give me peace, or calm, or gratitude, what, whatever it is that might be coming to you. There are a whole variety of really wonderful meditation apps out there that you can take advantage of to, to help yourself. Um, there are ones that are, are Christian-based, there are some that are just music or that are chimes, just explore, find what works for you to practice very specifically some times daily, 
actually, of meditation. It helps quiet your mind. It helps quiet your body. It helps quiet your spirit. It can connect you to God. Now, it's going to be normal, perhaps if you're not familiar or don't do this practice very often, that all these thoughts are going to come um, bursting into your consciousness and into your mind. That's okay. That's normal. Just notice them and just let them pass on by and then return your, your attention again uh, to wherever you were in this practice. It might be helpful for you to experience Lectio Divina. It's a way of experiencing scripture within our Christian tradition that is, is impactful and meaningful for many of us. Again, on the Bethesda Workshops website, there are some podcasts that will guide you through Lectio Divina, sacred reading is what it stands for. Uh, two or three different passages that might be helpful for you. Meditation can be helpful, a very specific practice during these stressful times. And then a third practice is connection. Connection. I've talked in other podcasts and, and you know the importance, particularly if you are a, an addict or the partner of an addict, of being in meetings. That, that is so important. Even if you're not able to be in an in-person meeting, there are multiple opportunities now to be in an online meeting or a phone meeting. So that's very helpful. But in this case of that connection, it's not specifically just meetings, support group meetings that I'm talking about. It's connecting with your people. Walk with your people. Find your tribe. Hopefully that's something that you've already connected um, yourself. And, and this time, very stressful time when many of us are under stay-at-home orders and, and we're not able to be in person with the people we love, then be so intentional about connecting with them in other ways, using the technology for your benefit to text, better yet to call, better yet to video call or video conference, to meet with family, with friends, Stay connected with your people. God made us for relationship. And yes, God made us for relationship with God's self, but God made us for relationship with other people. We desperately need other people. And so in very stressful times, up your connection with other safe people, people with whom you can be real, you can be vulnerable, you can cry together, you can laugh together, you can kind of rail together, uh, let out the, the frustrations and the challenges of your stressful time. Being with people, it is so, so important. I think probably it's one of the most important things you can do during stressful times. The opposite of addiction is connection. And particularly when those of us in recovery from sex addiction, where we're dealing with that intimacy disorder, which is really what sexual addiction is about, then it's so vital that we have those healthy connections with other people. So if you're facing a stressful time, we all do as a nation, as a world, uh, as I'm taping this, we're, we're in this together in a very stressful time with this COVID-19 pandemic. It really helps practice chunking, practice focusing in on just a shorter period of time, a shorter part of whatever the stress is. Practice mindfulness and meditation. Get in your body, quiet your spirit, and practice connection. I hope that these very simple um, suggestions 
can be helpful to you during this stressful time. God bless.